I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Coming from a basement to your headphones, barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown in a wild top in the trunk. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now, here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another season of the Podcastianos brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbooks, the king of sports. I'm just kidding. I'm assuming you see those commercials everywhere. You you got me, Hall. Honestly, I was like, oh, this is something new. <laughs> yeah, so as, as a now resident of the state of Indiana, we had those commercials nonstop for three or four months until the new shiny thing came on the market, the state of Michigan. And now all of a sudden... We're chopped liver. Not sure how I feel about that. You mean they shifted like their advertising dollars to the Wolverine state to try to get some of that more or what? It is almost like that. I mean, we still have our have our fair amount of commercials, but it's nothing like when when I first moved here. Interesting. Yeah, we're we're getting our share of them. Um, so on Groundhog's Day, I watched the movie Groundhog's Day because I hadn't seen it in a lot of years and it was streaming on Pluto, something called Pluto TV. I believe it was or no, or AMC, AMC, AMC. That sounds more like a, like a real thing. Yeah. And you could not get it or buy it without the advertisements. So they showed advertisements every what, five or six minutes or however long it goes in in the movie. And every single cluster of four advertisements were for a sports book the one with alan iverson i actually don't know that i've seen that one interesting uh well you'd think i'd know the name of the sports book they obviously didn't do a very good job it's the one with alan iverson being chubby and stepping over somebody all right but yeah sports books all the time what's your what's your go-to you know i'm not a, a big fan of the gambling because i'm dumb to be fair, it's, in my experience with gambling, uh, it is it doesn't help any more to be smart. So I I, okay, I think okay. it's just kind of a crapshoot. People who've ever listened to this podcast would say, "Yeah, Eric, that's a wise decision not to touch the gambling." Uh, so anyway, for the for all first time listeners, my name's Jordan Hall. That is Eric Wayne. Uh, Hi. How has your how has your off season been? It's been since I feel like over the course of the winter we might have done a show, but but prior to that. The last week of the regular season, the world has changed a little bit. In a lot of ways, it's very much the same. I been? feel like we're in a more hopeful world. 
um, the vaccine stuff and just the people's attitude has generally gotten sunshinier along with the weather. Do you feel that way too? Definitely. And I don't know what what it's like up there in Michigan, but down here in South Bend over the last week or so spring has hit. And I don't, I don't know if you, if you saw this tweet, there was a tweet going around that said something about, you know, I didn't think seasonal depression was a real thing until it hit 45 degrees and sunny. And I feel like I popped a Molly, which, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's right. Mm-hmm. You take up any hobbies over the off season, all this time on your hands? Uh, just drinking. Um, drinking that's heavily. Be- yep. <laughs> it's become, it's become a hobby. Uh, no, I, no, nothing. You know, just pining for the Tigers' return. Wait, sitting by the door, waiting for them to come back. That sounds so sad. So you need, you need I'm a, a dog I'm a sad or something. Puppy. Yeah, it is. It's like a puppy waiting for his owner to get back. And your owner is Daniel Norris. The brand. I'm sorry. What? I said, and your and your owner is Daniel Norris. That's right. My, uh, my wife and I, Whitney, we took an art class over the over the off season. Which oh, are you was, are you good at art now? Um, I, so what we did was you get these cups of paint, you flip them over onto the canvas and then you like shake the canvas so that the paint covers all of the, of the area, which is brilliant because it doesn't take any sort of artistic ability, which is convenient because I don't have You just slap some paint on and say like, Oh, this is a thousand bucks, please. Uh, I mean, I I don't plan on charging a thousand dollars unless someone out there is willing to pay then by by all means, yes, we'll charge a hundred, uh, thousand dollars but yeah yeah give or take for like a that. jordan hall original yeah every original. there's there's only two of them out there in the world and they're both mostly blue uh did you get into the nft uh phenomenon i feel like this is something that has you written all over it we exchanged some text about this i find it fascinating uh but i i, I relied on you for your expertise i understand you're a dabbler i'm a, a ever so slight dabbler um so nba top shot so it's not a very healthy situation at work. I work with one of my best friends. You should explain to people what an NFT is. So it's a non-fungible Quickly. token, which means it's not a real thing, but you can collect them and to a certain group of people, they have value. Is that pretty well sum it up? Yes. The The one that I've been into is NBA Top Shot, which is you collect digital sports cards or digital basketball cards, I guess, specifically of NBA players. And it's just a highlight. Yes, you can find the highlight on YouTube or on Twitter, but you but own this one belongs to you. you one of 35,000 or whatever of them. Um, so my, my boss, who is also one of my best friends, we basically sit around in the office all day, spurring each other on to look at these or sports cards. It has been very, very unhealthy. Um, but yeah, got into it a little bit. You know, I've just been spending all my time buying GameStop and Doge coins. I have time for that. So I guess, speculation so i guess that's how how we're gonna pay the spotify bills here in the next 10 years me with top shot and you with doja coin mm-hmm. uh so while the offseason may have been productive for you and i you with your your investing in me with my nfts mm. uh it wasn't for everybody i saw this story um and immediately thought of you eric on oh march boy. on march 9th on a flight from seattle to denver a colorado man got himself in a bit of trouble by first not wearing his mask then getting into a bit of a tiff with the flight attendants and finally urinating on his seat. Has anything ever made mm. you so mad that you considered using your pee as a weapon? I'm I'm not that angry of a person, but I, I suppose if your weapons are limited, I mean, urine, 
it's always that weaponry is always attached and ready to rock and roll. It's loaded. You know, when your options are limited, shoot the guns you have. Where do you think that ranks on the like the flight attendants list of grossest things they've seen on a plane? I bet it's not at the oh, top of the list. Yeah, yeah. I'm I can only imagine the shenanigans they encounter. I don't want to know. Especially these overnight flights and stuff like that. Wouldn't they be a miserable existence to have to shepherd this group of humanity across the ocean? got to be disturbing yeah i think that would be a, a terrible existence uh so if convicted he could spend up to 20 years in jail and pay a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine feels a bit steep for peeing on a seat yeah. no how much is that per ounce of urine <laughs> i, I, I don't have it? those who's no. running the statistics on this some urine metrics uh what what punishment would you rather be stuck with the the 20 years in jail or the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine oh the the qu- quarter million of course you probably pay that off with with some of your Dogecoin. Yeah, I, I, I'll just get some more top shots. It'll be fine. Just for the record, if anyone out there wants to to gift me any top shot moments, I I am willing to receive that. Anyway, that brings it brings us. What, to, is, what is like a a fee three pointer, like five dollars or something like this, or what? Yeah, give or take. Although fee is, you know, is a is a is a Reggie former Jackson having piston. a ball stolen from him. Another former what? piston. Yeah, I mean that's all I know. <laughs> We'll get Johnny Kane on the show next week to tell us who Pistons actually are now. Uh, so it brings us this week's leadoff question. If you had the chance to sit next to anyone on the Tigers realm for a plane trip, who would you pick? So I want somebody vaccinated. So it's probably somebody old. <laughs> and I want somebody who, who's encountered a lot of people that I, and, and favorite moments Obviously that I have. Obviously where this is going. So the answer is Gene Lamont. Oh, interesting. That was that is not where I thought that was going. <laughs> Actually, uh, maybe Jim Leland. Leland. Uh, somebody like that. Somebody, you know, the reason I pick a coach instead of a player, because they have a little bit more of a duration in a front row. I can get lots of stories and stuff. So, you know, okay, Brad Thomas, I sit next to him. He's going to know like three guys. That is true. I thought you were going to say Lynn. I feel like Lynn is the obvious choice, but oh for all gosh. of the, the characteristics you listed, I don't know that he would make a good choice for the situation, but based on your description, I thought that's where you were going. Lynn would be great because you could say, hi, how about those tigers? And then you wouldn't have to contribute much to the conversation for the rest of the flight. Are you a guy that talks to the people next to you on a flight? No. no, no. I feel like not. it's bad manners to try. I completely agreed. Like if it's somebody who clearly, you know, has some social skills and just wants to banter a little bit, I'll engage with that, but I'll have no expectation that we're going to be chit chatting for an hour. And even if it's somebody who's a good social chatter, I, I don't think I want that. Yeah, completely agreed. On my on the way down to Florida, um, we, we were just down at spring training and this guy named Randy comes and sits next to me. Randy. So we were he was literally the last person on the plane. So I was like, Oh my gosh, we're going to have a seat between us. It's going to be great. Sure enough. Randy shows up They're They're clearly waiting on this man. And he is, he's had a beverage or two. We'll just put it that way. So I catch the story. He hopped the train from Michigan city into the South bend airport, which apparently is, is a connection that you can make. Uh, and he tried to park at the first Michigan city station, 
wasn't there in time, so he decided to get out of his vehicle and run, not drive, run to the other Michigan City station to try and catch the train, which apparently he did. Um, and then he told me the same thing several times about wanting to come down to fish with his buddy off the coast of, I don't know, one of the islands in Florida. Uh, so I'm going to assume that Randy probably didn't catch much in the way of a fish, but he was not the ideal uh, seat companion either. Yeah. So who are you? Who are you picking? So my who, first thought if was not Randy. Who? <laughs> my first thought was somebody that would bring snacks, obviously. Uh, and my mind Im- immediately went to Blaine and Nikki Hardy. They have a young baby. Clearly, they are going to have snacks on there and on them. And also, I wanted to mention the fact that our boy just got back into action for the Brewers this past week. So shout out to Blaine. Uh, will always Brewers? be Brewers. He was with the Twins, right? I don't think he ever actually played because he had Tommy John okay. or something similar got it um so anyway they were what's his chance what are you've been keeping up with him what's his, what's his chance of making the team that is a little beyond my scope of knowledge <laughs> of the situation okay um but i wanted to take this in a different direction but really it it's hard to get away from dan dickerson dan dan is the oh, absolute goodness, yeah. goat it would be mm-hmm. incredible yeah to you know two and a half three hours next to dan i i would pepper him with questions all of the of the stories that i tell about randy he probably would tell about me but you know that's the breaks sometimes you sit next to a nerd like me dan i every time we talk about dan i just i i gosh i you know just love dan so i better i better not anymore Dan but I love is, you, Dan. Dan is the best. If you want to get For in sure. touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at hosted by Jay Hall. That is a change since last season. I don't know if, if we discussed this, but I wanted to have the same thing on Twitter and Instagram. So I'm now hosted yep. by Jay Hall on both. And that's where you can obviously find my zoo pictures. Eric it's is snappy and modern. Thanks. Good job. Appreciate that. Eric is at Eric Wayne's brain on both. Did you plan that to have it both? Yeah, I'm I'm a thinker. I, yeah. And we are at podcastianos on both facebook.com backslash podcastianos. And we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you listen to the show on. That is how we pay the bills. Um, it, it is actually not, but it is helpful. And if you leave a review, take a screenshot of it, tweet it at us, make it funny, and maybe we'll read it out on next week's show uh, to show our appreciation. And of course, this episode is presented by Martin's Supermarkets. Martin's Count on Us. You can learn more at martins-supermarkets.com or on social media at Martin's Markets. So I told you this via Twitter, but I had um, a couple of solicitations. To oh, yeah, let's stuff. talk about this. I forgot about this. Um, so we joke about this, but we're basically getting a little bit of money to uh, do the hosting of the podcast, essentially just paying for the the electricity and wires that bring it to your ears. Uh, but I had a, I had a, um, a, a company that specialized in male private part hair removal. Ask asking about that. I'm not going to ask you any questions about your man hairs. Uh, and then there was a real estate company and a, a betting thing. I thought it was really funny. Uh, our boy, Jacob, he asked us, uh, so why was Andy Dirks all up in your DMs? Which that made me actually laugh out <laughs> He's loud. He's a real estate guy now. Yeah. Um, so, But did, thanks for listening to the show. We're going to try to make it as easy and friendly for you because we're givers. Something like that. Yeah. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Janos. So baseball is back, and with it, the eternal optimism of spring. 
I feel like you've been a little down every time I've texted you about this or that or this or that or oh man this I'm like this signing's good and you're like nah this signing sucks. Are, okay. are you not feeling down. this optimism? I'm a realist. Okay, we've been among the worst teams in baseball for what four years now? Literally as long as I can remember at this point. We are bad, and. I don't see how we get significantly better this year. I mean, we're going to get incrementally better, but not exponentially better. The team that we had to start last, last year with Crone and Scope, um, Maben, you know, all that kind of, all those guys um, was probably just as good. And we still stink. There is a big, big difference between this year's team and last year's team. And I think you know it. Why? It's Who? being run by a competent group of individuals. Being run so, by Chris Fetter. He's going to turn all of these pitchers into studs. You heard it okay, here first. But he, was he not a University of Michigan guy? Does he have, he has no big league experience at all, does he? I don't think it matters. I think it's all mechanics. I, th I think that that is what some of these guys, you're telling me that Matt Boyd needs a psychologist? Now he needs someone to fix those Freaking yeah. mechanics. I, I mean, I, I genuinely feel that way about him and Fulmer. Casey Mize might. Casey Mize. Like, all of these guys, are, I don't really, maybe Norris is not a great exception, although Norris is, <laughs> is starting to pitch well. But these yeah. guys, it's all physical. It's not mental with, with these guys. And I think that, you know, I, admittedly, I'm putting a lot of stock in Chris Fetter being. Okay. How about Hinch? Are you a Hinch believer? Yeah, I, I'll take Hinch. I mean, I'm not necessarily, I don't think he's worth the amount of wins that I think Fetter is worth, but still compare him to Gardenhire. Boys, you are all in on Fetter, huh? Dude is a genius. I, I am 100% in. Dude is a genius. What evidence do you have for that? Like, what are you citing? Just the, the strong performance of the University of Michigan? Team, yeah, especially or? considering you... they, you know, you got Carl, uh, Carl Kaufman, the Criswell, the Tommy Henry, all these guys were kind of meh, recruits that he turned into second, third round picks. Like it's not exactly like Michigan is this this off, uh, pitching juggernaut. Yeah, they're a northern team, right? They yeah, don't get and, the big guys. Um, and maybe you know, admittedly, I'm a, I'm a Michigan fan. Maybe I'm a little too close to this, but I really think that there there's something there. Um, we were we were down in Lakeland. I ha I have to admit, I took probably as many photos of Chris Fetter as I did of any of the players. It might be becoming a problem. It's a little bit of a man crush you have here. I, I will fully admit to that, and we'll get into my other one here shortly, I'm sure. Okay. Um, so have you been able to watch the watch them on the television or have the, the TV carrier mm -hmm. of your choice removed them like they have with me? Yeah, it's a little tricky because it's hit or miss with what you get. But if they're on TV, I, I try to catch it. I've listened to a – I spent $20 to get the streaming audio. And being Dutch – it was painful for me because I can tune into my AM radio station and the box will make, you know, sparks through the transistors and I'll be able to hear the Dan Dickerson, but I, I spent the long dollar to listen to it. So I have the nice crystal clear. So I'm, I'm, I'm really up to speed on what's going on. One of the fascinating things, speaking of kind of new guys in roster comp composition, is one of the clips from a telecast was one of a rival broadcaster saying that Robbie Grossman is the first multi-year signing we've had in the last four years. Justin Upton was the last one, correct? Is that right? 
I'm almost positive. Also, who are you describing as our rivals? I feel like everyone out there, that, whoever this is, should feel slighted. <laughs> Whoever's not us. I think it was like the Mets or something like that. I mean, oh, we gotcha. The Mets? I, don't I thought I thought you meant it was like no, Fox Sports like, Detroit or something. Like, I don't no, think no, they no. would consider us their rivals. No, no. It, the opposition broadcast. That makes no real. sense. Maybe I think it was the Yankees. Or whatever, definitely so. not rivals there a couple of years maybe but not right now uh so i'm assuming you have not you didn't sneak down there for any games did you no i wish i understand you did though tell me about so uh, the happening saw one game down there it was the spencer turnbull game against the blue jays got to see uh vladdy okay. jr and, and young Bo bichette also there was rumor on the street that vladdy jr dropped 40 pounds i don't know dog i don't still know little, about that one he's still, still a thick boy husky yeah um, but it was like, it's hard to describe the feeling of like, you know, walking on the, the third baseline went, where it really opens up and you just walk yeah. out and see the field. Like, yeah. I mean, it's been so Good. long. It was, did you have to pay a fortune for tickets? No, but I was on the ball. Like the, when they opened up, um, okay. I, I was on it. Uh, I, I didn't, I knew that that date we were going to be down there. I didn't know like before or after. So that was the only one I could grab. But I was so kind you just of paid retail or whatever. Yeah. What is it? Twenty five percent at Joker. Uh, yeah, give or take. I mean, it okay. was it All was right. sparse. I mean, well, we can get into that a little bit. Like, so we went to game at the Twins, and they actually had the seats that you couldn't sit in, like literally zip tied shut. Yeah. At Joker Marching, it to. was a little bit more discretion. I don't think they were doing that, but okay, like. It's not the worst thing in the world to have a little bit of elbow room. And it was actually kind yeah. of refreshing. Like, I, I don't love that. I'm sure there were people who were either priced out of it or um, couldn't find tickets to the game. Yeah. But, like, made the actual viewing experience uh, not not the worst thing. So, attendance is going to be a big thing and ballpark policies coming up. Um, I don't know where you are at on this, but I've been kind of a moderate to cautious attitude type um, however, with, with sports in the ballparks, it's outside, which has the science has shown to be largely safe. Now you don't want people crammed into a bathroom. You don't want people crammed into the gift store. And in those environments, you definitely want masking and some precautions. But to me, they're talking about Comerica Park uh, for opening day, having a thousand people. A thousand people in Comerica Park is nothing. Insane. That's like, that's like nobody there. I think they, and it looked like they issued a press release today saying that these things are being negotiated. And I think that capacity limit is going to be increased. And I think that's wise. Now, I don't think you want 44 or 45,000 people there on opening day, elbow to elbow. I don't think that's necessarily wise either. That's what the Texas Rangers are, are going to be doing. Things are a little different down in Texas. Yeah. Upstairs, yeah. speaking of. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, th I think like if you want to do that uh, you know, inside with the Pistons or the Red Wings, like I, I get that a little bit. But like capacity yeah. at Comerica is, you know, according to the official capacity, is 40,120. Right. You're going to fill, what is that, 4% of the stadium? Yeah. Like, especially okay, when most other stadiums are actually doing more. Like, yeah. do we know something they don't? And, you know, go to 10 or 12 or even 50, something in there, about a quarter, you know, some somewhere in that range. And you look on a, on a, a mid-April game what 15,000 fans looks like, especially if you were to spread them out 
at Comerica, uh, you'd have to yell to the person next to you. I mean, that's going to feel, I think, pretty safe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, we, we can't depend on other people's uh, willingness to comply or their that's just true. intelligence in general. But uh, just like with a lot of stuff through this, if we actually work together, hopefully we can get to where we want in the ballpark yeah. sooner rather than later. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I just think it's it's going to be a good summer. I, I uh, It is going to feel good you'll be i think there'll be times where you can just put any controversy aside be in the park and enjoy the game again and that is going to warm the the sub cockles of my heart it's gonna it's gonna warm me up it's gonna be so good yeah i feel like even looking forward to a full season is different than last year like yeah good point i don't know like it, it was better There's than no baseball about a full season but yeah like, I don't know. People always want to shorten the baseball season. Like There's 162 games. It lasts forever. I get excited about that. Massive I just love the routine of having a game on every day. Oh, you pick up on what's going on. It's just the rhythms of summer life. A little bit feels good. Yeah. And just rhythms of regular life. I, I feel yeah, like that sure. is so enticing. Uh, so a lot of new faces. Uh, I got two new catchers. The Wilson Ramos signing. I am a huge fan of. The other one is is Dustin Garneau, um, who I'm pretty sure is just camp filler. But, you know, whatever. Uh, Scope is back at second. We got A.J. Hinch favorite Greg Garcia, who is, I oh believe, leading the team in <laughs> spring training at bats. Uh, and oh. Renato Nunez on the infield. I swear Greg Garcia gets one of every two at bats for the Tigers. He's always out there. I think that's that's how it works. Pete Cosma is like, man, Greg, give me some of those at bats back. <laughs> Pete Cosma. Yeah. So um right, Garneau is a free agent. Um Nomar Mazzara. Nomar Mazzara is a free agent. Uh your boy, Robbie Grossman. So, you were kind of hype about Robbie Grossman. I am extremely hype about Robbie Grossman. On a different podcast that I do, I got carried away and said that I thought Robbie Grossman could be in the top 10 MVP consideration. That He's that never I listen, got caught up in the moment there. I don't actually believe that. But he, he has never surpassed 1.7 war. How many plate what is what is his max plate appearances? That is what I want to know. If, he might play 158 games. If he plays 100 I mean he probably won't play against left-handed pitching, which is fine. If he plays 140 games, I think he is a four war player. I think he is that good. He he's has never, never gotten the time. He's never accomplished half of that. And he's gotten a lot of plate appearances for the A's. He hasn't gotten that many, though. He's He's been in a the, the short end of platoons for the majority of his career, despite somehow you know being a left-handed hitter. They The Tigers have no options. He is going to hit one, two, three, five basically every day all season i think there's something with this i think there's something with this dude um i am i am all in i I hope that i'm not uh as you would so eloquently put verhagening him but (laughs) but i'm there i'm in on on robbie that's my dude and let's get to your boy akil badu i was telling whitney this today as soon as i saw that we had taken him in the rule five i'm like oh i bet eric's in on this dude I checked your Twitter oh. feed. Of course, you had you were already in on it. Oh, dude has been on. stealing the show. Badu <laughs> is more than a to do. He is he is so exciting. Now, I want to pump the brakes a little bit. 
he has not played over a level baseball, which is part of the reason why we've been able to obtain his country, him, his rights. Very true. Um, Lynn Henning, who we've mentioned already, <laughs> was very eager to offload Victor Reyes, Jacoby Jones, or both in order to make room for Mr. Badu. Now, I think there, I've, at this point, it's becoming increasingly obvious to me that we are not sending him back to the Minnesota Twins. Now, that does not preclude we could make a reasonable trade for him, but the, it's kind of tricky for the Tigers because uh, with every hit, walk, and home run, he's getting more expensive if you're not prepared to stash him on the roster. But he is skilled and toolsy enough where you might just keep him as a fifth outfielder. Now, here's a little bit of the breakdown on this. If you keep Badu, he becomes your fifth outfielder. That simply means that uh, you have Grossman, Reyes, Jones. And yes, I'm keeping Reyes and Jones. Don't be silly. And Nomar Mazzara. And he becomes your fifth outfielder. Then you cannot have Hill, Cameron, the young guys and green, the, the three young guys, which is fine, which we're never going to make it having, anyway. And you're not having Kristen Stewart, which is no, he has been horrible. Sorry, Kristen. The, the real hitch becomes when you look at the combination of position players, that means you are limited to uh, six infielders and you don't, the, those, those five outfielders can only play the outfield. You know, you don't have, a lot of flexibility. Can I pause you right there, though? You may. There was a point in time that that was just standard operating procedure. Right. There was a point in time when all infielders didn't also play outfield and all outfielders right. didn't also play infield. We yeah, don't need true. six super utility guys well, in the lineup. Was... We had that because we sucked, and that's all we had <laughs> available. There's no team that thinks, yeah, Harold Castro, that guy we can't lose because he can play four <laughs> positions. Well, it, well maybe because it well because we were bad and also there's just more mixing and matching for managers sure, feel they have to do instead of okay but so infielders we have cabrera who i think will make the team probably yep uh scope definitely candelario yep willie castro my boy yep nico and nico that leaves one and spot then you have do you have one spot left for either your boy greg garcia <laughs> That's not going to be my vote. Um, Harold Castro, probably not. Definitely not my vote. Zach either. Short, probably not. Speaking but of, before can, before we move on, can I? Uh, I now live in yes. South Bend. He apparently was with the South Bend Cubs for the part of like yeah. eight different seasons. He is a South Bend <laughs> Cubs legend. And wow, I was very surprised when I saw he was on the, the major league roster for spring training. And myself and and my boss, who has been going to the South Bend Cubs for number of years we've had a good amount of chuckles based on how many at bats Zach Short has gotten this off or this spring training he has very skinny calves and a lot of Don Kelly energy he he does definitely yeah is he going to be so, our favorite player in 10 years could be among among the Cleet Thomas um Don Kelly fans Zach might be popular you <laughs> know a, what I mean it's not a small group not a small group. Bigger yeah. than it should be. Cougars and bear attack victims are going to love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue Sorry. with your serious point. Okay. I, I apologize for getting us off track. 
so now you have to pick. You either get Isaac Paredes, who is now what, 21? Something like that. 2021. 20, or you get Renato Nunez, who we signed on a minor league deal, but in 2019, dude hit 30 home runs. Um, he does not have much of a glove, but you put him at, he, he's going to play some first base for you. He'll, he'll DH sometimes. We don't have a locked in DH. DH. Yep. Yep. I mean, I, I, but what's fascinating to me is he's really under team control until 2024. Is I, I thought I saw this was right. Like he's easier to, I, I think you could send either of these guys down. But in contrast to Badu, you won't lose either of these guys. Correct. Yeah. What kind of sucks is the is the AAA season doesn't start until a month after the big. Yeah, because they starts. have to clear so out the anywhere. clear out big league camp before minor leaguers can have their camp down in in Tiger Town. Ah, is that the rationale for it? That makes sense. And at all of the facilities, not just in Detroit. Interesting. Yeah. So here's my take. I keep Badu. I I want Isak Paredes. I think he's, I think he's good. And Nunez. Yeah. I'd love to have that kind of punch in the lineup, but let's be real. And we'll, we'll talk about this. Maybe if we talk pitchers a little bit more, these things are never laid in stone. Like you think they are. There's always somebody who's dinged or they play a game with when they start, or there's always some shenanigans that kind of help this become to clarify. Yeah, and I, I want to. It always seems that way. I want to plead a little ignorance on, on Nunez. I don't know if he has some sort of like opt out if he's not going to make the big league roster. He he very well may. As somebody who hit thirty home runs two years, like he really kind of should. Um, I would probably like, last year he hit like twelve or something like that in I sixty mean, games. Or, or he's kind 15. like. I feel like we've reached a point in time in baseball where if you do something really well. There's a place for you. You don't have to do everything really well. He does one thing very well, and I'm cool, you know, taking the chance on it. I kind of Kristen Stewart, you have to do one thing well. <laughs> that that is a good thing to point out to our boy. But I'm kind of to the point where I think that Paredes needs to play every single day because I yeah. think he is. I mean, he. Might, I was gonna say he's one of the four best infielders. He might be one of the four best hitters total we have. Yeah, like that. That bat needs to is, be in the lineup. He's coming off um, play in Dominican, I believe, Dominican or Mexico. And he's he doesn't need training. He doesn't need warming up. The dude's been raking all over he won the batting title. America. Yep. Yeah. He's ready to go. He doesn't need more minor league at-bats. You know, yeah, he scuffled for parts of last season for long stretches. But the dude's been grinding away. I'm, he's basically not put out a bat you know, since the start of the beginning of last season, he's ready to roll, just roll him out there. Yeah, definitely. And and this kind of is is where the the knock is on Akil Badu is somehow we ended up with more position players than we have room for that that are worth keeping. Um right. and that that that's the only reason that there's even question. I feel like there's there's been a lot of talk on Twitter like you know, Badu is making the decision hard on the Tigers. The, the decision is not hard. Like, I don't know that we've seen enough to say that he's a definite, like, yes, but we've definitely seen enough to say that he's not a no. Like, he is for yeah, sure somebody right. that we need to keep around. You want to keep. Absolutely. So this is going to go to a theme that we might touch on with the pitchers, and that is we have a lot of quantity 
like there's some roster choices or whatever, but it's shallow quantity. We have no studs, like absolute studs. Now you might advocate for your boy Grossman, but that's why I'm pumping the brakes on this season or whatever. Do we, we don't have any even three or four war players. Do we, I mean, I think Jamer could be there over the course of a full Jamer season. Could. I was going to say Willie. He's, I don't, he's I don't, our best player. Definitely. I, th- I think Willie could get there if his defense reaches acceptability. Um, full season, I could see Scope getting there. I don't know. I, I think there. I think there's more meat on the bones than, than you're seeing. A lot would have to go right. Definitely. And I, I <laughs> for sure don't think that all of those guys will. I think that all of those guys could. Um, I mean, it's within the realm of possibilities that all those guys do. I don't know. I feel like there's, um, I, I quoted Napoleon to you in the, in the text quantity has a quality all its own. I feel like the, uh, like the highest, like if if we're talking MLB, the show, the highest rating we have is not going to be real high, but our average team rating probably isn't going to be real low either. Like I, I, yeah. I think the depth there makes us in more interesting than our top end lack of dudes, if that makes so sense. So this is Brad Pitt and Moneyball saying, we can't replace Jason Giambi. We have to recreate him in the aggregate. Kind of, yes, yeah. I've watched that movie a couple times. It's a good movie. Yeah. But the same thing with pitchers. Okay. Um, we have nine potential starting pitchers. Are any of them particularly good? Uh, that's an, that's a really interesting question, Boyd. Okay, I kind of let think, me run them down. Please, please do. Boyd, we know what is, he is. He's yeah. He's what he is. Spencer what he is. Turnbull, who might be the ace of the squad. All right, let me. Yeah, I I I think if you're going based on who is the best pitcher right now, he gets the ball on opening day easily. But anyway, but it's it's going to be Boyd. But oh, of, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, Jose Urania, who was not he's been up and down in spring training and wasn't particularly good with the Marlins. He was always one of those guys that the the stuff was far more tantalizing than the results. Maybe, maybe this is the maybe this is a Fetter rec- reclamation project. We'll put it down to that. I feel like this is the. You know the Matt Moore or the who's the other ding bad that we got Tyson for Ross. Penny Tyson Ross? Yeah, thank you. This is that one of those guys. I don't think he's as good as Matt Moore was though. Just to, just to get yeah. in front of that one, I, I'm yeah. I'm not in on that. So not good. Um, Fulmer, who who knows, but probably is going to. He's not going to pitch a ton of innings this year. No. Still. The range of outcomes on Fulmer is pretty wide, but I feel yep. like it slants very heavily towards. It couldn't. It could go bad. Yeah, it could go bad. Uh, Tarek Skubal, who's I mean, got dynamite stuff. You asked me if still f- you asked me if there's any studs. Uh, Skubal, I think like I just said, the range of outcomes with Fulmer. I think within the range of outcomes for Skubal is 15 wins and a low three ERA this year. You don't. Stop. You don't have to be old Stop. to be good in the big leagues. Look at what. Uh, look what Dude Brady Singer did last way. year. I, I mean, he is. He is yeah, still finding his way. But Brady Singer, though. Brady Singer Brady. is a comparable prospect to Scooble. 
they are they were at the same but we level. don't get lucky like that other teams <laughs> that do. right there that is that's the key factor couldn't agree more uh casey mize who has had some command issues which was not his thing in college i think there's a little bit between the ears here. definitely yeah yeah when i mentioned that that norris might be the only one um no you're you're definitely right casey is like the, the command was so strong with him. It has to be, I don't know. It has to be something. And I got a feeling that when it fixes, it's going to fix in a hurry. And we might yep. see him back to being what we associate Casey Mize to be. Yep. But then again, Jul- it may never fix. Julio Tehran, 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 Tehran. Sure. Um, he's going to, he's going to see a lot of innings for us this year, I think. And honestly, Okay, so you take 2020 out, uh, which I feel like we all should do for all of our stat lines. He had a He's 10. He had a 10.05 ERA last year. Before that, 3.81, 3.94. Uh, X fit. He's the Nomar in, Mazzara of starting pitchers. Yes, I mean, which is to say, mediocre with a lousy year last year. And I'm not 100 percent sure that he is the 2019 and before version, and not just the 2020 right. version now. But it's at least worth a shot when there's that kind of track record. And I completely agree, you know, copy-paste on to, on to Nomar Mazzara. Um, Matt Manning, I do not think he's going to see a lot of innings for the Tigers, especially no, that, that's in the fine. first half. I'm good with that. Um, Bo Burrows has not been. Eh. Um, I feel like we can be So we have a couple Bo other Burrows guys thing. kicking around, but that's kind of the starters. I, I, I feel like Alexander could factor into that mix. I mean, he'll be more of your, your long start. guy. He started a couple of games yeah. last year. Erasmo Ramirez. The other one like is, is Derek Holland, though I imagine he has to. He's not a starter. He's got to specifically be in the pen, yeah. yeah. Although I prefer him not be anywhere near the team, <laughs> if given total preferences. But yeah. um, So, again, uh, some qu- which I feel like we're making up for quality with quantity again. Like, well, we're going to need some help. Better get, a, get another guy. Do you feel better about that? giving these pieces to a potentially more creative manager like Hinch than you would have with garden hire. Like, do you buy into that at all? Maybe a little bit, but you know, they're, they're on the broadcast, you know, say, Oh, AJ Hinch is doing this way. And he's got the, he's, he's, um, he's showing them the film of this and that I'm like, okay, did garden hire not do any of this stuff like they're talking about? Maybe not, but it's kind of like this new coaching staff is doing these things. And I'm like, well, they were coached last year, at least a little bit. <laughs> like, Yeah. I, I wasn't even necessarily thinking about that more just, you know, you're thinking outside of the box in terms of usage, not necessarily yeah. your three, three, three model, um, right. but using Boyd for, not Boyd's a bad example because he gives up home runs in every inning, not just late in the right. game, uh, but using Fulmer for two innings and then coming back with somebody like Alexander and then hitting him with, I don't know. Like, I feel like there are pieces. Yeah, we haven't there. talked about Norris in this mix. I mean, he's a weapon. No, Norris how do you is, deploy him? Norris has probably been the best pitcher in, in the spring so far. Yeah, Norris is good. And so, yeah, it's going to take a little bit of, of creativity and mixing and matching. And I, as a fan, I feel like there is the potential for that to go well. The I've been watching the Tigers for the, this many years now in me makes me think it probably isn't going to go super well. But 
there are pieces there too. I feel like the one guy we haven't mentioned that I want to, and I know you're going to be pissed that I bring him up because it will surely jinx him. Alex Lang has been yeah, I knew on coming. fire this spring training. Watched him throw when I was there. Dude's humming 96, 97 with life. Uh, I think that's a that's a name for that bullpen. I'm 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 all in. Yeah, he was the return for uh, Nick Castellanos, right? Yeah, yes. I feel like there was a lot of minor trades in a, in a short period of time. They all he kind was of the blend. return. He was the main return for Nick Castellanos. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, take it. Uh, the other hard thrower that's kind of a, that's been around is uh, Jason Foley. Mm-hmm. He was with your boys, the the Whitecaps, for like forever, right? Yep. yep, yep. He he throws really hard, and then uh, I think had Tommy John or so. He had some work done, uh, but now he's back. <laughs> Makes it sound like he was getting plastic surgery. Maybe he was. You know, put a new no no judgment. Do, do what you want, yeah. Jason. It's cool. Yeah. Okay, so in my pen, I have closer Brian Garcia. I, I mean, that's kind of how it left off last year. I have. Setup man Gregory Soto. I have a seventh inning guy slash um, come in in a pinch guy Buck Farmer. Farmer and Cisnero, kind of flipping back and forth there. I have Cisnero. I have still our boy Joe Jimenez, mm-hmm. Tyler Alexander, and Derek Norris. Wrong now, Norris, but yes, that that is what I have as well. Not or Derek Holland. I'm sorry, Daniel Norris. Daniel Norris and Derek Holland. You have both of them? Yes. Unless you need, because you what, have eight relievers. I just said eight. You could take out Derek Holland and put somebody like Tehran. Tehran. Yeah, that's that's what I have in my, on my staff. That's probably smarter. So not Derek Holland. Which is good. But then you everybody. do not get your boy Lang. You do not get Funkhauser, who still needs to house his funk a little bit. Roni Garcia. I had forgotten about Ronnie Roni. That's fine. He had a decent year last year. Did he though? I looked up his numbers. They were not bad. Did he though? Uh, and I have no boy, recollections of him being any good. Ipso facto, he was not. That's, that's how that again. works. But I thought I thought I saw it. Uh, yeah, he pitched for a whole year. I barely re- remember. I think that tells uh, you all you need to know. Well, part of a year. And your boy Ian Kroll. Why? Why is Ian Kroll my boy? And we're both lefties. That's that's the only similarity. Actually, he did I tell you he called he he mentioned me on Twitter because we had said something about we can't just talk about our signing Ian Kroll all year. <laughs> and then he wrote something like, What's wrong? <laughs> he mentioned it something like that. So this is like the Ian Kroll revenge tour. <laughs> and he has the highest spin rate of any of the guys in spring training, first or second. Right. He is, maybe, he's maybe we should good. be in on Ian Kroll. Let's let's get in on that. It could be fun. You know, I talk smack about Ian about being, him being boring. To be fair, though, he spent last year in some the, the nerd team. It was a men's league team or something. Who was it? The, <laughs> that was played with some the nerd herds. Team. I'm surprised you were not all over that. I'm surprised I don't have a hat from that. Let's be honest. So anyway, that's that's our bullpen. Yeah. I mean it's it's not Dombrowski bad, but yeah, it's it's not amazing. Could use one good. awkward lefty. That's that's all I've got to say. Yeah, Holland doesn't do it for me. I'm not no. I'm not a big Holland fan. Well, we'll have a lot more time to get into the 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 vagaries of 
end of we roster. Did a pretty faithful roster breakdown, though, didn't we? Yeah, I think we both we came away with twenty six guys. I don't know what else you could possibly want. There you go. Oh, we didn't decide on the backup catcher because nobody cares. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, Although, I did you just see don't Reiner care. get plunked? I didn't see that. Right. I didn't see that one. I was there the Racing day that Griner. I mean, I was aware that it happened. I was there the day that Zach Short took one in the dome. Same dude hit both Zach Short and yes. that. And yes. you believe that? Calm yourself, Elvis. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. All right. What else do we got, Hall? Uh, let's move to your power rankings. Wow, it's time. Huh? We've rambled about the Tigers long enough. It's time to start talking about something else. Something fun. Hopefully. <laughs> so um, I told you about my hobby, which has been drinking in drinking, drinking. Heavily. And uh, I learned about Randy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Your friend on the airplane. Um, and you strike me as uh, kind of a, a coffee guy. Definitely. You're, you're a big coffee guy. And uh, you seem like carry a water bottle around guy. Literally right here. Books? Yeah. Okay. It's blue. So I have for you these, this, this is going someplace I have for you. Uh, vessels in which to drink beverages out of. Ooh, this is a good one. I like this. Okay. What are you going to drink your beverage? Any kind of beverage. Like what are the most satisfying things to drink out of? Who says power rankings got stale? This is, this is hot stuff right here. It's bringing the flames, (laughs) right? People, right? (laughs) Okay. Uh, number seven, I have a styrofoam cup. Woof. You're already off to a terrible seven. It's seven. It needs to be the in the bottom three. This is disgusting. Listen, a styrofoam cup keeps things warm. It does a good job of keeping coffee hot. Yeah. Uh, it's light. They're cheap. You don't need the sleeve. Right. Now, every time I drink out of a styrofoam cup, though, I feel like Captain Planet and the Planeteers are somewhere frowning at me. Definitely. For sure. That stuff lasts in the landfill for 96 years. Yeah. And also... and. W- when you have that on the table, it squeaks. And that's a good thing? No, it's bad. I was going to say, that, that feels like that's, a bad thing. Right. That's plus, why it's seven. It's Plus, a, plus it's the first feeling form. on your lips, it's like, what's the... Well, you have a lid on, typically. I guess. This is This is the classic, you know, gas station coffee yeah. vessel. It's terrible, but I'll allow it. Let's move on. Number six is like a solo cup a disposable plastic cup. It gives you kind of nostalgia for frat parties. They're cheap. They're easy. You don't have to wash them unless you're like my grandma and you know, would wash the solo <laughs> cups. We use them again. Um, also yeah. Dutch, I'm assuming Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but it's fine. You know, did you know that in Europe, they don't do the solo cup thing. And it's kind of like this uh, American icon of partying. Really? So a lot of Europeans will try, oh, yeah, we're going to have an American party and they'll get red solo cups. Like Interesting. I had no idea. Yeah, for sure. Learn oh, yeah. something every day. Yeah. I have no idea if you're actually telling me the truth or not, but now I'm going to tell that to my friends. I would only lie. Well, okay, I'd lie to you a lot. All right. Number five, a glass bottle. Glass so bottle. this would be like a beer bottle. Oh, okay. You know? A beer bottle. Or maybe you're drinking a um, Latin American soda. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of pressure with a glass bottle. Like, if you drop that, it's a problem. Yeah. I. um, And they're kind of clunky and heavy, but it is... It's satisfying to hold and drink out of. I agree with that. Like, you feel like you have something substantial with you. I like the glass bottle. They're very recyclable. Yeah. Yeah. 
Number four is a paper cup with a lid. So this would be your fast food, your Starbucks with a coffee, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the pla- there's something satisfying about getting a fast food pop or soda for you other we're folks. In, we're in Michigan. Screw, screw yeah, everyone else outside the state. It's pop. Yeah. Because I don't know. Maybe it's just fast food because you get salt. It's really super salty. You get that savory food, the French fries. And there's something very satisfying about drinking like McDonald's pop. I agree with, with that. It's just a whole vibe. Even Starbucks, it feels... It feels good. It feels right in your hand for sure. You throw it away when you're done or yeah, it's fine. Number three is uh, an aluminum can. Sometimes you just want to just drink out of the pop can or drink out of the beer can. I don't you can I've put the little koozie on it. Yeah. You, you don't want to monkey around with anything else. You know, you're just shotgunning beers with the boys. You're you def- Yeah. You're, you're a koozie guy, it's aren't un- you? What's that? You're a koozie guy, aren't you? Oh yeah, I have a. I got for Christmas a Yeti koozie. You have to screw the top off, and I have my my Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to can koozie. Got to go with koozie. Big time for your boys. Neoprene is a big a big development in the world of koozies. (laughs) Just reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Uh, Number two is a glass, like a pint glass or a water glass. Uh, It's easy. They're easy to wash. You can use them forever. And you, you know it's clean or not? Can hold it up? Because you look at it. Yeah, it's it's a glass. Like, everybody's got glasses. It's good forever. It's 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 smooth. It's it's rewarding to drink out of. Put your cocktails in it, whatever. Okay. Yeah, Number one, you have a guess, the most satisfying thing to drink out of. A guess? This is, this is just for me personally. It has to be a coffee mug. There is nothing is, better. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'll let you, it is. I'll let you state ceramic- the case then. That is, you're exactly right. It's a ceramic mug. There's something comforting about holding a warm ceramic mug. It's pleasurable to drink out of. Um, you know, get your coffee, you can mix it. The little, the little steam rises out of the top into the ether. It just warms your heart. At it's this point, I don't mug. know that I could start a day without that experience you just described. I'd probably die. See, it's a weekend thing for me because it's a rewarding thing because in the weekend I get to have the ceramic mug coffee. Otherwise, I'm putting it in a travel mug. Oh, so you don't, you don't brew your rewarding. coffee at work? Come on, man. What's that? I say you yeah. don't brew your coffee at work? I take it from home. I have responsibilities. I got to do stuff. I do stuff at work, too, and I still have time to brew myself several not a, cups of coffee not a, a day. I'm sluggard like some Indiana kid. Come on. <laughs> All right. The three worst vessels to drink out of starting at third from the worst is um, the squeeze plastic bottle. Like it's Mm. got the sports top on it and Mm -hmm. you peel the thing off and you somehow have to either suck it out of there like a like some kind of a limited Hoover (laughs) or you're shooting it. Like a stream of urine from a man onto a disgruntled a, onto airplane. Seat. And here I am trying to aim this this stream of liquid into my mouth. And inevitably, you look like, you know, Patrick Ewing who's shooting this stuff all over. You can't get it in your mouth. It's all over. It's fine if you're, you know, uh, you're a bicyclist and you're pouring it. You're a triathlete shooting it all over yourself. But if I just want a nice drink, it stop me with the sports shooter top, the Gatorade squeezer. 
This is only third from the worst. Okay, second from the worst is a wine glass. I like wine occasionally, but come on, people. Do we really need that stem? Does it really need to hang out in the air like that? How will it people makes it know you're pretentious drink. if you don't have that? It makes it hard to wash. Yeah, you know, you could... You know, you're not supposed to hold the bowl of the wine glass. You're supposed to hold the stem or even the base. So Good to you know. Warm. You don't warm the. People the just drink it right, right out of the box here in Indiana. So that's all I've got to contend with. Right out of the box. Um, yeah, wine glass. Uh, it's fine, I guess. They're, but they're hard to wash. Nonsense. Number one, worst thing to drink out of. Yeah, all right. Yes. This is my guess. And I don't know if you went this, this deep. But a Capri Sun packet. <laughs> that, that is a good. That is a good one. But that is not what I'm thinking of. I am thinking of these intricate mechanical sports flip top water bottles, like the Contigo or the whatever. Here you have to you have to flip this thing open, which is fine. But if you ever want to wash one of these, you have to be like a you know a drill camp, uh, basic training, like you're uh, disassembling an M16 and trying to put this bag together. It's got 14 parts. You're sticking them in the dishwasher. You got to reassemble this thing. You can't clean it. It's got a rubber nozzle and a gasket and a flip. And it's like, stop it with the, with the sports flip top bottle. It's the word. Can you get ice in it? Maybe it's got a, it's got a straw. Are you slurping or drinking? These things are a mess. I hate them. Those are the worst. And what do you say now? I just say, Eric. That's power rankings. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're out, of, you're out of practice. You did not report in the best shape of good. your career. Now hold up, hold up what you're drinking out of. Where's your water bottle? It's like a blue. It has okay. it has the screw on top the, you're talking about, but it just has a spout. That's all. Yeah, thank you. Don't I don't want the straw and the the leverage thing on top. Yeah, I'm not 12. I don't necessarily need a straw in my water bottle. On a cup, yeah, absolutely. Water bottle, no, nah, I'm good. I hope you people enjoyed that. I, I don't know. Uh, it was fine. <laughs> uh, so it's been an interesting experience for me. Uh, this is my first uh, winter running here in South Bend. It turns out that people aren't real great at clearing their sidewalks of snow. So that wasn't my favorite. Um, but the real bummer is... Do you is- wear the little tracks, the little... Uh- 
spring metal grippers. No, I don't. I don't have anything bougie like that. I just have running shoes. I just, I just roll with it. Just have wet feet. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have a, a boot dryer that I'll put my my shoes on when I get back. They're always, always ready to go the next day. I put them on the boot dryer. Those were two things back to back. But anyway, while I was down in Florida, I missed the big thaw here, which is really unfortunate mm. because when you see what was in the snowbanks when it all when it all thaws, that's when you see the real weird stuff. Uh, so that was yeah. a bummer. Um, but I did see what I assume is an obvious drug deal go down. Um, it was, it was on the side of the road. So clearly they weren't making too awfully much of a, of a play to, to hide it. So tip of the cat for brazenness. Um, and also <clears throat> this isn't necessarily when I was running, but down when we were in Florida, we saw an albino squirrel. Apparently you have a one Ooh. in 100,000 chance of seeing said albino squirrel. Uh, it was it was really white, red eyes, pretty much the usual thing. You're you're a big zoo guy. Like I imagine you had that memorized. You probably didn't even need to Google it. Who, who does? All right, let's facts. let's move on to Twitter questions. The people you asked, the people answered. Let us let's enlighten them. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. Robert Baker asks, looking at the rest of the division, what moves did the Tigers make to ensure they don't finish in last? Dustin Garneau, obviously. <laughs> Justin Garneau. Uh, I, I mean, the, the Mazzara one was a good thing. There wasn't really a need to spend the, the Wilson Ramos money, but they spent, they spent a little above and beyond there. Um, they they could have just rode with, with Rodgers and Griner. I, I think that's something we, above we and needed beyond. Wilson, we needed Ramos. Back. I mean, do you I, like his nickname, the Buffalo? I kind of like that. I didn't know that, but I do very much like He's that. The, or would it be El Buffalo in Spanish? <laughs> I'm sure it's not that. I think it is. No, it is a Buffalo. El That's Buffalo. what the sauce is called. <laughs> Buffalo sauce. I'm in. That's what I mean. That is what I will call him from you know here on. So I only lie to you three or four times per episode. That's I have fine. a I have a cap. All right. Uh, Benjamin Clark says. I think Reyes would be a, would be solid. Oh, this is about who is a better center fielder. Who do you think is a better center fielder, Jacoby or Victor Reyes? Uh, off the top of my head, I would say Jacoby, just based on that everyone says that Jacoby is amazing outfielder. I mean, Re- Reyes is fine. I don't know. They're they're similar. I want to know what the nerds say. Like, if I had a statistics department, if I was Hinch. That's one of the tasks I would give the nerds. Say, hey, nerds, tell me who's a better center fielder. Um, Adam Langworthy asks, which of the pitchers are you most excited about? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, it's got to be Scooble, right? I, I feel like if if Mize were a shoe in to make the roster, it would probably be him, just to see what what he would do over the course of a, of a full season. Um, but I mean, did I, you abandon your boy Lang so fast? Uh, I I don't think he's going to break camp with, with the, the team. I, I mean, I am excited to see him, but even if he reaches the peak of what I think he can be, he's just not just going to be a good reliever, but that kind of has limited excitement if we're, if we're being honest. Um, Are we underexcited about Brian Garcia? I think we're the right amount of excited. All right. All right. Maybe I think, I think Norris might be the answer there. I, I, I would love to see if he can keep where he's at for a full season, which obviously is a huge ask both mentally and physically for him. But if he could do that, I, w- I would love to see what that season looks like. Because as you as you said so eloquently earlier, he could be a weapon. There you go. He is. 
Uh, Jeremy Troya, who's the worst of the two Troyas? There's right three, now. so I don't know where that ranks him. The th- yeah, we don't count Cooper Troya or whatever the third. You know one what is. I love about the Troyas? A, very loyal listeners, and B, both big, yeah. big Man United guys. Some people Ugh. just some people just get it. Why? Some people don't, but some people do. Jeremy asks, who do you think ends up being the closer slash high leverage inning guy? Uh, it's clearly going to start as Garcia. I could see that changing hands multiple times. Good. Craig Soto. Am I, am I allowed to call him Greg? Sure. We haven't met. I haven't asked him. Call him Greggy. <laughs> I'm not going to resort. I, either I got to stick with Gregory or Greg is okay. Cause I'm not going to go Greg to Gregory. Like we had to, or asked to from Nick to Nicholas. That's a little. All right. We'll go with Greg. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I'm sure right. he is too. Uh, Jacob Skronik asks, uh, in previous seasons, we had the rally goose. Speaking of Nick, the ducky tank top and the Zubaz, which absurd, absurd object will the Tigers will be the Tigers rallying point this season. Oh man. Even going back to like gum time, we actually have a pretty strong tradition of like random goofy crap. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I don't know. I mean, yeah. this is basically impossible to predict. Um, Remember we had um, like Carlos Guillen would do the back pockets out. Yeah, I feel like remember that's, that? I feel like like that's a, a little more mainstream. I don't know. I, I hope there's like putting on your jacket. There's a lot of goofy kind of gimmicks. Yeah. Baseball's the thing is, is it gives you a lot of downtime to come up with weird crap like that. And yeah. I, I, that's, yeah. that's why baseball's so great. Yeah. Well, it's going to be reasons. something completely weird. Like we're going to have a rain delay and then we'll rally to win. And um, every time we're behind, we'll like put up our umbrellas or something, you know, just gesture like you're adding an umbrella and like, Oh, that's going to be our thing. And everybody will, the park will show up and it's sunny with them umbrellas. That's my prediction. I'm going to go with that. Wouldn't one it be too. funny if that happens? That would be. At that point, should, you probably should have gotten in on DraftKings. Yeah. Also, having an umbrella on a ninety-degree sunny day is a boss move, especially if people are spread out and you're not worried about the person behind you not able to see. Bring that umbrella. Makes you feel like a Southern belle. Hi, Declare, <laughs> got my parasol. <laughs> I shouldn't do voices on the podcast. You should do more voices on the podcast. Hi, Declare. Um. Let's see. What else do we got? A lot of tow cars rambling. <laughs> He's upset that we didn't get a better outfielder. I'm scrolling through yeah, my, Robbie my Twitter. What I should have this prepared. Possibly want? Yeah, well, it's, it's like, not Mazzaro, evidently. It's like he doesn't think Robbie Grossman's going to be in the top 10 MVP voting. Weird. Um, let's see. A lot of these were um, power rankings. Dun, 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 dun. I'm scrolling up fast. Best green foods to eat? <laughs> I think this is a Dr. Seuss question. Um, what's your go-to green food to eat? I eat a lot of spinach. Yeah. So I'll probably go with that. It's significantly better than other lettuces. Like iceberg lettuce, I don't want that That's anymore. trash. Like it's literally That's a child lettuce. water. Yeah, it's it's garbage. Yeah. It doesn't even have any nutritional value. I My favorite green food is mint chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the correct answer. Um, keep a four. Oh, this is an, another Akil Badu. Um, I, we're not sending him back. I don't think, even if he kind of stubs his toe down the, down the, um, 
in the home stretch here of spring training. Yeah, and the the downside of of who you're losing to keep him is so low that there is there's no risk whatsoever. Yeah, I think that's it. Not a lot of questions. That's okay. That's okay. I should for, ask them nicely. We're running along. First show back. We'll ease yeah. ourselves into it. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at hosted by Jay Hall. Eric is at Eric Wayne's brain. The show is at podcast Yanos. And as always, love it if you take the time to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, or whatever else you listen to the show on uh, above and beyond. Eric, anything else to say to the people before we get out of here? Uh, no, it's good to be back. Um, we apologize for any any bad information or you know wasting your time. Sorry. It'll be better next time. You might. I don't know that I do. I apologize for my my lack of <sighs> midseason form. We'll get there, folks. We'll get there. <laughs> Whatever that looks like. All right. We will catch you guys next week. And eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. This has been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.